Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, one and all. Thanks for joining us in this edition of SRE Practitioner Series. I'm your host, Suresh GP. And today, we are actually um, talking on episode number 14 of um, SRE Practitioner Series. Today, I have an esteemed guest, um, Sandeep Huda who is the Senior Vice President of Site Reliability Engineering at DBS Bank. Thanks, Sandeep, for taking time and uh, uh, entertaining our viewers on the Site Reliability Engineering journey at DBS Bank. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Suresh, for inviting me to this talk. I mean, this is something which we always, it's very close to my heart to talk about SRE, and I'm really happy to, you know, share with the world wherever possible. Thanks for inviting again. Excellent. So, to get started, you know, we have a lot of, um, you know, uh, details around how DBS is transforming as an organization uh, holistically. Uh, if you look at uh, DBS Bank, uh, particularly it is known to be a leader in cloud native development. How does the cloud operating model look like in DBS Bank? Okay, so so the new apps, right, which which we we develop, right, we always leverage on uh, many features which our cloud platforms, you know, uh, give us, right, like you know, basic native principles like uh, container-based, services-based, API-based, uh, dynamic scaling and auto healing, and of course instrumentation for traceability and observability, right. So these are principles which help our apps to be more resilient, right, and robust and rapidly developed. Yeah, that's great, you know, because it's very heartening to see how DBS leads in the forefront of the journey. Now, if you look at today, uh, more businesses, as we've seen uh, in the last uh, so many years, uh, we used to have this concept of you build it, you run it mindset, right? Um, if you remember, AWS, Werner Vogels has been very vehemently on that particular concept. But now we have over a decade of change under our belts. Is this concept still relevant? You know, has it brought the benefits that is promised um, to the rest of the world? I know when you say you build it and you run it, it's more like DevOps, right? So what, what DevOps was actually was to have a tight collaboration between the development teams and the operation teams, right? And having why it was required is to so that we can have a transparency and a common understanding, right, uh, for the changes being deployed to production. Right. And they review their performance and or if any issues encountered during the deployment, right? But this does, you know, it help us because it does provide us key insights into developing and maintaining the code, right? But that said, you know, but there are certain specific skills that our developer have and also an operator has, right? So they, they're not like, uh, it's kind of be like, give me an example. Uh, an architect can build a great house, right? He can design a perfect house, but he cannot be the firefighter. Right. So you cannot extinguish the fire. So that's how that's the difference between an op, you know a developer and an operator. But the concept is still very relevant, right? And it serves its purpose, right? Especially uh, with our holistic approach, which we have for SRE, we do look at SRE's influence on you know development through design, code quality, testing, ops, and you know ops through observability, and of course in the end incident response. So this really helps even today. So it's uh, so it, it it reconfirms that even over a decade, it still makes sense for organizations to get value. Now, yeah, particularly within the APAC region, because we do a lot of uh, uh, interviews 
with people across um, different globally. But I'm very interested because DBS Bank based in Singapore, what are the main factors driving the adoption of the cloud native operations in the APAC region? Well, uh, unfortunately, when the COVID pandemic struck us, right, it, it had a major impact on, on the people, but also it did accelerate, you know, the digitization across, not only in APAC, actually, across the world, right? right. Um, the daily use of mobile apps, digital platforms from, you know, from banking to ordering food to, you know, everything being delivered through the apps. Everything was actually, the whole mart was on the apps, right? It, it became a norm. Right? And the organization had to quickly adapt and, you know, be, you know, adapted. Otherwise, they were at a risk of being redundant, right? right. So fortunately for DBS, our eight-year digital transformation journey, which we have been, you know, um, put, putting on for, long, for a, on a good stead and to our support our customers digitally, you know, we having a cloud ready apps actually allowed us to develop and deploy features, scale it, and of course, uh, you know, recover much quicker. Yeah, they were supporting the sudden surge which we had in a volume while maintaining the performance and resiliency. As we look at the reliability factors, you know, the cloud native delivers on the key aspects of elasticity, scalability, redundancy, and brings about the ease of rolling out changes incrementally. This helps in our, you know, this, it helps with our release velocity. Right. So no matter how you spin it, right, it's going to be cloud native is going to be difficult, right? Comparing to legacy applications, cloud native applications are more complex. Would you agree? Uh, why and why not? I totally agree with you. Okay. Legacy applications, actually, you know, they were, they were complex. I mean, we would not say they're all complex because they had tens and thousands of code, you know, when they were written, they, they, they had their challenges to be maintained, right? But they had simplicity attached to it, right? Because all the code logic, everything was at one place. And it was relatively sequential in nature. Uh, you know, the, but what happened to cloud native, you know, cloud native tends to be smaller, more compromised, right? But uh, it comprises of many hundreds of, uh, you know, um, components communicating with, with each other, you know, through some kind of mesh or gateway. But in this ecosystem, the component services, you know, uh, their underlying dependencies and relationships, right? And they, as the ecosystem grows, so does the complexity of understanding and maintaining the app. But right. even with that increased complexity, it doesn't mean that, you know, it is bad. We, what we need to do is we need to bring in more, uh, you know, the hygiene of security and observability. They become really essential components, right? So, so once we have a deeper observability to understand the transaction flow, we can trace down the whole customer journey and the interdependencies in the services, right? And this really aids in quicker detection and faster recovery. So it is, you know, therefore it's checks and balances, uh, uh, so, you know, uh, which are required to manage increased complexity in the cloud native application. Well, I like the word that you said that the hygiene of security and observability, because many times when people talk about reliability, they're only talking about availability and uptime. Now, without having security as an integral part of your ecosystem, we will be coming up with a lot of log4j issues that will actually pop up more issues further. So I, I, I love the fact that uh, looking at things holistically from bringing in just not the availability part, but the hygiene of security, observability, making the right level of check and balance because there is always trade-offs, right? It's not just about saying that there is one size fits all approach and yeah. that would probably be not the right way to go ahead on that, right? Now, you and I are passionate about site reliability uh, engineering. Now, 
many times when we go for um, organizations building SRES capability, we see a lot of grappling around prioritization challenges and fatigueness. Um, so does DBS also face similar challenges? You know, if so, what have you done to address them? Well, um, I don't know if I don't think so. It's 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 right to say that the, any job is not challenging. But try to the engineers, right? They do face challenges in maintaining an ever growing uh, in this ever growing technology landscape. As we know, COVID changed the situation. A lot of things which change our situation. Technology is ever evolving. You know, new things are coming in. Uh, new technologies. I think every three years there's a sudden change in, in the whole technology world, right? So it's not different for DBS as well. I mean, for us, we, we our SREs also face challenges, but we do have some programs, you know, which we have put in place to, you know, improve our operations journey, reduce toil, you know, drive SRE as, you know, as, as a practice to address such challenges. And of course, the SRE practice, as part of SRE practice, we also create enablers, you know, we create, uh, develop our own tools or enablers, as we call them, to help and manage some of these, uh, you know, challenges and uh, fatigue for our uh, SREs. Yeah, I think this is a great journey of the last eight years that you are talking about in a digital transformation, because there's a lot of patience and perseverance that has gone to, to build such kind of a capability. Now, many of the organizations that we see, you know, when we talk about DevOps, there is already a disconnect as two different uh, departments in silos. Um, so many organizations, when they embark on the journey of site reliability engineering, they wonder about how do we reduce organization silos? So what are some of the ways that you have um, seen within DBS uh, to bring the development and operations team together in a sense of a shared purpose uh, to achieve great results? It's a, it's a very, good, very good question. Uh, and I think when you say silos for organization, we have been seeing this. Um, I, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not against ITIL, but you know, in the, since ITIL days, we have been seeing that, you know, there were, you know, vertical silos which were created in, in you know, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an organization, especially in the technology world. And that actually was, it's not the silos are bad, everybody was doing the best. To you know, perform in in those uh, in their areas which were divided, those silos were there because there was no flow of information. Right? right, the information was not flowing as it should be. Right? right, so that was the only thing which was getting hampered. And with you know, with the SREs coming in, and you know, we trying to bring in uh, you know error budgets and other 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 things into our you know uh, in our in our principles and practices. Actually, that really helps to break these silos. So so what we do in DBS is actually to have a shared responsibility across the teams and departments, right? We go on and achieve the common goal. So our KPIs are shared. It's not like, you know, every, it's not that different teams have different KPIs. We have a shared KPIs. We make sure that there's a transparency in the of the information and source code. We can reuse each other's code. We don't have that kind of problem that, you know, this is my code, do not use it. We don't have this kind of, you know, uh, you know silo uh, partitions, right? And also we form cross-functional squads, right? That's between the business and technologies. We kind of, believe in something called platform two-in-one. We call our, you know, uh, certain uh, technologies like digitization, digital world, right? Or, you know, maybe payment systems, right? We call them platforms and we have, you know, two-in-one. So we have a business representative as well as a technology representative working right. together and collaborating to make sure that, you know, we work on the hard issues. And these are just few techniques we use in DBS. I mean, I can go on for this. It's because we are so passionate about it. But with this SRE practice, you know, what we are doing is, we, as I mentioned earlier, we have put in, you know, we are embarking on error budgets, which really help us in the application world. 
and it really tries you know helps us to bridge between the ops and development teams and also to prioritize the release in a joint manner right which which is supposed to be the devops thing right okay so also we we our our, our seniors you know and management is also focusing a lot on horizontal organization concept which where you know the we form virtual teams across departments with with various skill sets and they contribute to the you know uh, common cause right which is the one i you know two in one platform was an example for that so yeah and on this on top of this we also have this sre training program which we created in house which actually makes sure all the you know all the technology folks are trained on the same uh, uh, you know same training and so that they know all the concepts they understand each other the, the language the lingo everything is shared so that's what we're trying to work on excellent so i think i have a few takeaways from what you said just now the first one that i love is you have a shared kpi which is a very difficult concept to even think about forget about implementing because the developers are measured by the dev- the number of defects per lines of code or the release uh, velocity whereas my operations teams are focusing my response time and resolution time from an idle days right and you also talked about the concept of um the the horizontal organization where we are trying to bring in that um, th- that level of synergy between the different teams the last and but not the least was you said you developed an in-house curriculum for for sre because a lot of times people think that oh okay we've read the google books we have learned doing the google training so sre should work because i think culturally every organization is different from the way they operate so we need to have an adopt and adapt and adopt model uh, which is very relevant to to do that so i think we would spend a significant amount of efforts to design a program which is curative to make that much more impactful for that uh, team and yeah. it's 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 fascinating uh, in terms of also the support that you get from the senior leadership team because without their blessings and support the way you can accelerate this whole transformation becomes very difficult isn't it yes very true i mean this uh, you you're, you're spot on right it will be spend a lot of time we did create a bespoke uh, you know a curriculum not only that we also have our own sre principles uh, which we created so that is you know so that everybody resonates within the organization so yeah and of course this was not possible without the senior leadership support right they were all into it and then they said okay let's take this challenge and then and drive this across the organization sre practices you know blameless culture so many things we did uh, you know uh, as part of this uh, whole uh, program which we developed yeah awesome so one of the other things that as a passionate sre looks forward is reducing toil across the value chain right not only when we talk about technical debt within the developers making it but also uh bringing in the significant uh, effort reduction improving productivity but also bringing in the long term value so how did you what kind of kind of automation tools were available for you to reduce the toil and focus on efforts to bring long term business value so the so the, our principle was simple right we we auto we automate or bring tools which to which are required to implement to which we we require to remove toil right that's what we we had a simple principle in our mind the thought process was quite straight forward so we wanted to just remove all the manual repetitive you know uh, steps which the engineers have to do so they can only focus on a value added work rather than you know getting a uh, spending time on context switching and other things so in in dbs we run this uh, program called engineer productivity program which we where we actually focus on making it easier and faster and better for our technology teams which will focus only on delivering better quality work or software 
rather than you know focusing on the process or we call it kasu process right a very singaporean word but yeah, yeah. to not to spend time on those but rather focus on delivering better quality and this uh, in in a how in, in a way this results in a better satisfaction in the tools processes training that are available for the engineers in the bank right and of course the result of the program is that you know engineers are able to spend less uh, time on administrative overheads more time on you know focusing on delivering features engineering better quality apps uh, while you know doing this in the conductive environment that helps our talent uh, in, in the bank to retain the talent in the bank right uh from the side perspective i think we have engineered numerous tools you know on chaos testing automate automated remi- uh, remediations you know even the managing of error budgets right uh these enablers actually help us to you know kind of bring substantial value to our development and operations right an example would be uh, an auto remediation engine we call it dare okay dbs auto remediation engine which really helps us to reduce the whole hu- whole human interaction in in running our recoveries right and cut down the execution time i think we could it could take like 30 to 45 minutes to recover some service it just now takes like maybe 2 to 3 minutes to just recover because there's no human interaction at all the system detects and recovers so this is these are a few things we try to you know bring in uh, using automation tools in the bank awesome i think uh, it's been a fascinating um, kind of a conversation as you described about uh, the sri journey steps for the last 8 years of digital transformation so where are you heading in terms of the the, the future of sri and what would you um, give a piece of advice for anybody in, in who are listening as viewers uh, who would want to be an sri what what kind of uh, tips or advice would you give them uh in the journey uh, as as you've seen through this ups and downs as an sri okay well i mean j- every journey is uh, is its it has its own pain and you know we have to struggles and we have challenges which we need to go through and you know the, i think what i would say is for us what we're looking forward is uh, beyond banking right so what we as i mentioned we have been engineering a lot of tools in house i know what we next step for us is to bring these tools to to the to the market for the people to use it uh, we are looking at uh, you know kind of you know commercializing some of our tools which is still in the discussion and i think because these tools are great they are they are kind of you know uh, m- many of the tools are patented as well so we are really working towards looking towards that beyond banking and you know maybe as we always focus our dbs is no longer a bank a, a, a traditional bank but more of a tech Right. company right yeah so that's what we are, we are that's where we are moving uh for the sris i would say i mean um, is is just that the, the culture is 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 as important as you know uh, building tools uh only focusing on automation might not be the the right way you should focus both on the aut- automation as well as the controls you know you, you don't um, uh, you know don't uh, compromise on in any one of them right the controls as well as the automation have to work in conjunction then only you become the best thing in the world that, that's what i would say yeah excellent point and i think that i, I can very much see the level of passion as a site lab engineer so it was a great delight sandeep uh, to hear your experience in implementing sre in the dbs scale and 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 we look forward to seeing more success stories coming out of uh, your organization to the rest of the community and and it's a, it's also important for the rest of the community to appreciate that it's it's a marathon you know it's not longer a short sprint that we can say that we started off an sre journey it's all going great but so so it's uh, it's, it's it's really a, a a great experience sharing around and i hope um, that we all will get inspired 
to do more success and uh, uh, get the whole community benefited on uh, site lab engineering well that's what i hope for suresh hopefully we do that and I, and thank you again for inviting us as as a i think we share the, the same passion and i think we can continue on this more in the future yeah thank you so much uh, viewers i hope you enjoyed the conversation with sandeep huda uh, the senior vice president of site lab engineering at dbs bank and we will stay tuned for more success stories of our sre practitioners and believe that site lab engineers have got a lot to wear to do make a difference in this world thank you so much thank you bye